you're listening to Senior Times Podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors, Expressway, Travel Department and Doro Phones for making this podcast possible. My tunes on Senior Times, John McCulgan, back for another podcast of music and songs and reminiscences. So um, I hope you're going to enjoy this. So uh, let's start the show. That was the sound of me going back to the 50s. And uh, recently, this next gentleman, uh, as he was at Pulse Y, and uh, he, his name is Little Richard, and he was the father of of rock and roll. He's quoted as saying, Elvis may have been the king, but I was the queen. So he was a gay, um, religious, raucous rock and roller. So, I mean, he was would have been, a, uh, influenced the Beatles toured with them, Rolling Stones toured with them, and the Beatles, woo! That was taken from uh, Little Richard. Uh, and... Um, he, he was con- conflicted because he was a very religious man and was raised in the uh, Seventh-day Adventist churches and would have sung in the choirs. Um, he also uh, enjoyed cocaine and uh, alcohol and uh, he enjoyed being a rock star. So he went back and forward between leaving rock and roll and he would then go into a ministry. He sold Bibles for a while. and uh, But he always was taken back to... He loved the lure of the stage, and I saw him once. He he was quite old then, but he an incredible, incredible live performer. And uh, um, he, as I say, passed away. And a lot of people call me the architect of rock and roll. He said, "I can't call myself that, but I believe it's true." Little Richard. <laughs>
bum bum got a gal named Daisy. She almost drive me crazy. Got a gal named Daisy. She almost drive me crazy. She knows how to love me, yes indeed. Boy, you don't know what she do to me, to the food. He's fantastic. Little Richard, the architect of rock and roll. Elvis may be the king, but I'm the queen. He was a fantastic uh, performer, electrifying. But he has, as I said before, he had the other side to him and cocaine and uh, alcohol wore him out. And uh, he went back to, to Jesus. And this is an example of the other side of Little Richard. It's the gospel side.
That's the gospel side of Little Richard. And uh, I have to say, I love gospel anyway. And, uh, of course, Elvis's gospel albums were the only albums that he won uh, awards for. And they're fantastic, and I'll play some of them another time. But that his album is great, and his voice on It's Real was fantastic. And that was a rocking joy, joy, joy. I just want to talk very briefly about Trokra. Uh, I'm the ambassador for Trokra, and I have travelled around the world with Trokra. I've made a documentary called It's Palestine. I've been to Guatemala, and uh, I've taken photographs, and I have a number of photographic exhibitions that toured around the country, and I'm a great supporter of Trokra. The work they do is incredible. Um, they are passionate and committed people, and it's very hard for them just now because the troker of boxes, the boxes that were due to come back because of COVID, they're finding it very hard to get the funds back. And every charity is suffering uh, at this time. So in my, uh, I'm doing what I can for troker, so I'm going to play this. Hi, I'm Quiva Debarra from Troker. I hope you and those you love are safe and well. In Ireland, we're doing all we can to protect each other. But can you imagine not being able to wash your hands because you don't have running water? That's the reality for many people Trokra supports. This virus knows no borders, but neither should our compassion. Now more than ever, we need your support to protect them. Please give whatever you can. Call 1850-408-408 or visit Trokra.org. Trokra, until love conquers fear. 
Unto Love Conquers Fear. That's Quiva de Barra, who is um, a wonderful woman. I'm working with her on another expedition abroad uh, to Somalia as soon as we can travel and as soon as everything clears up. But uh, I'm unstinting in my admiration for her passion and her leadership and her compassion for those poor people around the world. There are 20 Trocra offices around the world that do amazing work. They have local people on the ground and um, they work with and for the four poorest of people and they, they have a special passion to help women in those regions. So um, well done, Trocra, and well done, Cuiva de Barra. Now, turning to a different place. One of my favourite artists in the whole world and I've seen him live probably um, five times, and I really love him uh, in every sense of the word. Uh, I, I love him. I love his uh, poetry. I love his lyrics. I love his persona on stage. And he was, uh, I saw him in Dublin twice or three times. I saw him in Sligo, and I traveled to see him in London. And this is Leonard Cohen in Dublin with his, um, an introduction from him came to me this morning and you handled me like meat. You'd have to be a man to know how good that feels, how sweet. My mirror twin, my next of kin, I'd know you in my sleep. And who but you would take me in a thousand kisses deep. I loved you when you opened like a lily to the heat. See, I'm just another snowman standing in the rain and sleet Who loved you with his frozen love, his second-hand physique With all he is and all he was, a thousand kisses deep I know you had to lie to me, I know you had to cheat To pose all hot and high behind the veils of sheer deceit our perfect porn aristocrat So elegant and cheap I'm old but I'm still into that A thousand kisses deep I'm good at love I'm good at hate It's in between I freeze Been working out but It's too late It's been too late for years would you look good, you really do They love you on the street If I could move, I'd kneel for you A thousand kisses deep I'm still working with the wine Still dancing cheek to cheek The band is playing old Lang Syne But the heart will not retreat I ran with Diz, I sang with Ray I never had their sweep But once or twice they let me play A thousand kisses deep The autumn moved across your skin Got something in my eye A light that doesn't need to live And doesn't need to die A riddle in the book of love Obscure and obsolete Till witnessed here in time and blood a thousand kisses deep i loved you when you opened like a lily to the heat you see i'm just another snowman 
standing in the rain and sleet, who loved you with his frozen love, his second-hand physique, with all he is and all he was, a thousand kisses deep. Well, that's my story, I admit, it's broken and it's bleak, but all the twisted pieces fit a thousand kisses deep. Well, it's hard not to be seduced by Leonard Cohen. It was really an emotional night. And I was there with some people, some friends. Moy and I were there with our friend, the artist James Hanley, another James Morrissey, Gayburn and Brian Darcy. And we were all at the Three Arena to see that concert, to see that performance of Leonard Cohen. And it was probably one of the most extraordinary concerts I was ever at. It was like being at a spiritual event. It was like a prayer. And it was he was so hypnotic. The musicians were so amazing. And he, as the ringmaster, took us in the palm of his hand and walked us through the whole show. And I looked around at the end when we were all standing and applauding. And I looked at Brian Darcy and I looked at Gay. And everybody had tears in their eyes. It was quite extraordinary. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much, friends. Thanks for staying, not going home. I really appreciate that. Now, I don't want you to get alarmed. I'm going to fire up this little machine here. It, it, it goes by itself and it's kind of sophisticated. You probably haven't seen anything like this around here. Yeah, my friends are gone and my hair is gray. I ache in the places where I used to play and I'm crazy for love, but I'm not coming on. I'm just paying my rent every day in the Tower of Song. I said to Hank Williams, how lonely does it get? Hank Williams hasn't answered yet, but I hear him coughing all night long. Yeah, a hundred floors above me in the Tower of Song. Thank you. 
if these are the crumbs of compassion that you offer to the elderly, I am grateful. I was born like this. I had no choice. I was born with the gift of a golden voice. Twenty-seven angels from the great beyond. Yeah, they chained me to this table right here in the Tower of Song. Well, you can say that I've grown bitter, but of this you may be sure. The rich have got their channels in the bedrooms of the poor, and there's a mighty judgment coming. But I may be wrong. You see, you hear these funny voices in the Tower of Song. See you standing on the other side. I don't know how this river got so wide. I loved you, baby. I loved you way back when. And all the bridges are burning that we might have crossed. But I feel so close to everything that we lost. We'll never. We'll never have to lose it again. So I bid you farewell. I don't know when I'll be back. They're moving us tomorrow to that tower down the track. But you'll be hearing from me, baby, long after I'm gone. I'll be speaking to you sweetly from my window in the Tower of Song. I'll be speaking to you sweetly from my window in the Tower of Song. Yeah, my friends are gone. My hair is grey. I ache in the places where I used to play. And I'm crazy for love, but I'm not coming home. I'm just paying my rent every day in the Tower of Song. I'm just paying my rent every day in the Tower of Song. to play. I'm sure a lot of you senior times people will have uh, some empathy with that. I certainly do myself. And um, I do remember where I was when I heard that Leonard Cohen had died and uh, I wasn't expecting it. 
and I was expecting something else. I was expecting Hillary Clinton to be elected. I was in Guatemala and I'd been watching the count and it seemed like she was. I woke up in the morning early and I heard that uh, Leonard Cohen was dead and Donald Trump had been elected. So two seismic news. Uh, I, I was heartbroken about Leonard, for Leonard, and all the memories I'd had. And we always have, we have the records, we have the concerts, we have the, the videos. But uh, I did get a chill in my heart at the election of uh, Donald Trump and whatever I could have imagined uh, that morning in Guatemala, I could never have imagined how bad it would get, how crazy it would get, and uh, won't say any more. Um, this next gentleman is has a Nobel Prize for Literature, which was awarded to him in 1995. Um, an extraordinary Irishman. Death of a Naturalist. Digging. Between my finger and my thumb, the squat pen rests, snug as a gun. Under my window, a clean rasping sound when the spade sinks into gravelly ground. My father digging. I look down till his straining rump among the flower beds bends low, comes up twenty years away, stooping in rhythm through potato drills where he was digging. The coarse boot nestled on the lug. The shaft against the inside knee was levered firmly. He rooted out tall tops, buried the bright edge deep to scatter new potatoes that we picked, loving their cool hardness in our hands. By God, the old man could handle a spade, just like his old man. My grandfather caught more turf in a day than any other man on Toner's bog. Once I carried him milk in a bottle, corked sloppily with paper. He straightened up to drink it, then fell to right away, nicking and slicing neatly, heaving sods over his shoulder, going down and down for the good turf, digging. The cold smell of potato mould, the squelch and slap of soggy peat, the curt cuts of an edge through living roots awaken in my head. But I've no spade to follow men like them. Between my finger and my thumb, the squat pen rests. I'll dig with it. Death of a Naturalist All year the flax dam festered in the heart of the townland. Green and heavy-headed, flax had rotted there, weighted down by huge sods. Daily it sweltered in the punishing sun. Bubbles gargled delicately. Blue bottles wove a strong gauze of sound around the smell. There were dragonflies, spotted butterflies, but best of all was the warm, thick slobber of frog spawn that grew like clotted water in the shade of the banks. Here, every spring, I would fill jam potfuls of the jellied specks to range on windowsills at home, on shelves at school, and wait and watch until the fattening dots burst into nimble swimming tadpoles. Miss Walls would tell us how the daddy frog was called a bullfrog, and how he croaked, and how the mammy frog laid hundreds of little eggs, and this was 
frog spawn. You could tell the weather by frogs too, for they were yellow in the sun and brown in rain. Then, one hot day, when fields were rank with cow dung in the grass, the angry frogs invaded the flaxdam. I ducked through hedges to a coarse croaking that I had not heard before. The air was thick with a bass chorus. Right down the dam, gross-bellied frogs were cocked on sods. Their loose necks pulsed like sails. Some hopped. The slap and plop were obscene threats. Some sat poised like mud grenades, their blunt heads farting. I sickened, turned, and ran. The great slime kings were gathered there for vengeance, and I knew that if I dipped my hand, the spawn would clutch it. Misha Era, of course, Sean O'Reilly, and uh, I think it was appropriate after Seamus Heaney. Seamus Heaney was Ireland as well, and I'd met him a number of times at various events in um, Dublin and in New York. And I remember meeting him um, in Dublin at an event, and I thought he looked tired. And I said, Seamus, you don't have to work this hard. Do you have to work this hard? And he said, ah, John, she you have to give something back. So that was, that was Seamus. And then uh, Misha Era, I remember going to see the film in the Regal when I was in, I think it was 1961, I was in St. Joseph's in Fairview. And the school went and uh, it was a hypnotic film and a hypnotic score, that, that Roshin Dove Misha Era by Sean O'Reilly, who was a genius. I still always get chills when I hear Misha Era. Now, another great Irishman who is happily living and well, and uh, another friend of mine, and uh, this is one of the songs of his that I really like.
Up on the rooftop, it turns to the crowd. No one is waiting, cause no one is there. Nobody knows why Elvis threw it all away. Nobody knows what Ruby had to hide. Nobody knows why some of us. That's Paul Brady's great, great song, great lyrics. Um, for um, Moya's 50th birthday, which is only a few days ago, well, no, a little while ago, as a surprise, I asked uh, Danny Paul to come to the house. We had a number of people there. And at a certain point, he came out uh, through the door into the room and we had a little sound system set up. And Paul uh, sang, Nobody Knows, Holmes Donegal, and another song that meant uh, uh, had a certain 
rom- romantic uh, for myself and Moya on the on our wedding day in in London. We wanted to pick a song that would be a memory. And um, before we went down to the registry office to get married, uh, we dedicated this song to each other. Thank you. 
knows Peace and love is just copping out I guess these young boys dying in the ditches Is just what being free is all about How this twisted wreckage down on Main Street Will bring us all together in the end We go marching down the road to freedom Best Irish songs uh, written in recent years. Uh, it a uh, fabulous song by the fabulous singer, songwriter, and friend um, Paul Brady. Um, now, I'm going back to Christmas uh, 20 years ago, and uh, we were living in Lockton's townhouse out in a very sylvan area of the country in County Meath, and we were having a Christmas party with all the family. And uh, there was a Christmas tree in this room and they, everybody seemed to be in the other room, but the fire was lit and uh, the Christmas tree was lit. And I went in and my father was there on his own. And uh, I know that he loved Stephen Foster. And I, whenever he came at Christmas, I would play uh, whatever he liked. But at this moment, he, he happened to be on his own and he was smoking his pipe and he had the black bush in his hand, but he wasn't really there. He was looking out the window with remembrance, and uh, I was playing this for him.
many days you have lingered around my cabin door. Oh, hard times come again no beautiful songs from the Stephen Foster and the harmonies, the vocals, the sincerity. It's, um, I find it very moving. And as I said before, I played that. I walked in uh, into the room at Christmas in one of the rooms in the house and my dad was staring out the window, probably thinking about hard times. We all have had hard times and he certainly did and but overcame them. So it's an abiding memory. It's a picture in time which is uh, frozen in my head. My father was also a very good singer, a party singer. So, I mean, it's incredible now that I'm going through these podcasts, uh, calling up lists of songs to play and from influences of my own collection and so on. But I have so many songs uh, over in this podcast and certainly in other ones that would have been sung by my father. And he, he did what people don't seem to be able to do anymore. I mean, he knew the words of, of, of dozens of songs. He knew the words of monologues, Sam McGee, the spell of the Yukon. And uh, he could stand up and do them. And, and none of us, none of his children, and I'm the eldest of nine, ever uh, were able to do that. So we were very proud and he loved he loved uh, singing and he loved the songs. At Hard Times was one of the songs that he did sing. And in Loving Stephen Foster, this was another song that he also sang. Beautiful dreamer, wake unto me. 
cups are waiting for thee. Sounds of the rude world heard in the day, lulled by the moonlight, have all passed away. Beautiful dreamer, queen of my song, list while I woo thee with soft melody. Busy throng, beautiful dreamer, awake unto me. Beautiful dreamer, out on the sea. Mermaids are chanting the wild laurelies. Over the streamlet, vapors are born, waiting to fade at the bright coming morn. Beautiful dreamer, beam on my heart. In as the with the wonderful voice of Thomas Hampson. They were for you, Dad. And uh, he was a good singer, too. And he had a good voice. And uh, so that really reminds me of, of him. And so now from the uh, sublime to uh, the even more sublime. Now hoist up your artefacts and keelhaul your dandos. <laughs> or we can always edit it out of the recording. <laughs> Because it's time now for a rollicking sea shanty. So nurk your throbbers. <laughs> and 
and away we go. What shall we do with a drunken nerker? What shall we do with a drunken nerker? What shall we do with a drunken nerker? He's bending his cord wag. Hit him in the nudges with a bosun's blunder. Slap him on the grummet with a wrought iron lunger. Cuff him in the moolies with a captain's blunder. Till his bogles dag. Heave ho and up she rises, heave ho and up she rises, heave ho and up she rises. Oh! He's broken his cord wax. The very funny Kenneth Williams uh, sex, uh, no, I'm a married man. Uh, it's funny. And there were lots and lots of very funny sketches and tracks. And uh, God willing, as they say, um, I will play some more at another time. Heading off down in a, a different direction. One of the things that uh, I, I enjoyed when I was younger was um, monologues. And I mentioned some time ago that my father was very good at the monologues and he loved um, Robert Service, uh, the British Canadian poet. And as you probably know, uh, Robert Service uh, gave up his good job in the bank and went to the Yukon in the Klondike uh, gold rush. And he was there for years and he wrote many poems. He, uh, Sam McGee, Dan McGrew, all my father knew. And uh, he um, was a really important poet at the time. You know, some people thought it was it was sort of a doggerel or not real poetry, but he has certainly been recognised and evaluated in his life. He was called uh, the Bard of the Yukon, and this is the wonderful voice of Jim Reeves reading The Spell of the Yukon. I wanted the gold and I sought it. I scrabbled and mucked like a slave. Was it famine or scurvy? I fought it. I hurled my youth into a grave. I wanted the gold and I got it. Came out with a fortune last fall. Yet somehow life's not what I thought it. And somehow the gold isn't all. No. There's the land, have you seen it? It's the cussedest land that I know. From the big dizzy mountains that screen it to the deep death-like valleys below. Some say God was tired when he made it. Some say it's a fine land to shun. Maybe, but there's some as would trade it for no land on earth. And I'm one. You come to get rich. That's a good reason. You feel like an exile at first. You hate it like hell for a season. And then you're worse than the worst. It grips you like some kind of sinning. It twists you from foe to a friend. It seems it's been since the beginning. It seems it will be to the end. I've stood in some mighty mouthed hollow that's plumb full of hush to the brim. I've watched the big husky sun wallow in crimson and gold. 
emerald in, till the moon set the pearly peaks gleaming, and the stars tumbled out neck and crop. And I've thought that I surely was dreaming with the peace of the world piled on top. The summer, no sweeter was ever. The sunshiny woods all a thrill, the grayling a leap in the river, the bighorn asleep on the hill. The strong life that never knows harness, the wilds where the caribou call, the freshness, the freedom, the farness. Oh God, how I'm stuck on it all. The winter, the brightness that blinds you, the white land locked tight as a drum, the cold fear that follows and finds you, the silence that bludgeons you dumb. The snows that are older than history, the woods where the weird shadows slant, the stillness, the moonlight, the mystery. I've bade 'em goodbye, but I can't. There's a land where the mountains are nameless, and the rivers all run, God knows where. There are lives that are erring and aimless, and deaths that just hang by a hair. There are hardships that nobody reckons. There are valleys unpeopled and still. There's a land, oh how it beckons and beckons. And I want to go back, and I will. They're making my money diminish. I'm sick of the taste of champagne. Thank God, when I'm skinned to a finish, I'll pike to the Yukon again. I'll fight, and you bet it's no sham fight. It's hell. But I've been there before, and it's better than this by a great sight. So me for the Yukon once more. There's gold, and it's haunting and haunting. It's luring me on as of old. Yet it isn't the gold that I'm wanting so much as just finding the gold. It's the great big broad land way up yonder. It's the forest where silence has lease. It's the beauty that thrills me with wonder. It's the stillness that fills me with peace. Read by the uh, velvety voice of Jim Reeves and given the kind of Jim Reeves country treatment, but uh, nevertheless, the spell of the Yukon. It's a beautiful piece, a beautiful poem. And it's uh, semi-autobiographical. Robert Service spent his a lot of his time in the Yukon. He became obsessed with it. Uh, he fell in love with it, and he wrote lots of poems in the Yukon. So if you like that... Here's something that you might like. I did you ever hear of uh, Walter Brennan? Walter was a great character actor. He was in many, many movies. He was in Stumpy and Rio Bravo, and he won Academy Awards on three occasions for Best Supporting Actor. But he had a great accent, and uh, he had a great uh, way of talking. He walked in a lot of his movies with a limp, and he actually didn't have a limp, but he thought it was a nice thing for the character. So uh, have a listen. How old was I when I first seen old rivers? I can't remember when he wandered around. Well, that old fella did a heap of work. Spent his whole life walking plowed ground. He had a one-room shack not far from us, and well, we was about as poor as him. He had one old mule he called Midnight. 
and I trailed along after them. He used to plow them rows straight and deep, and I'd come along there behind, a busting up clods with my own bare feet. Old Rivers was a friend of mine. The sun would get high and that mule would work, and old Rivers would finally say, whoa. He'd wipe his brow and lean back in the range and talk about a place he's gonna go. He'd say, one of these days, I'm gonna climb that mountain, walk up there among them clouds where the cotton's high and, and the corns are growing and there ain't no fields to plow. I got a letter today from the folks back home and they're all fine, crops is dry. Down near them in, mom said, son, you know old rivers died. They're sitting here now in this new plowed earth, trying to find me a little shade. With the sun beating down across the fields I see, that mule, old rivers, me. Now one of these days I'm going to climb that mountain, walk up there among them clouds where the cotton's high and the corns are growing and there ain't no fields to plow. With the sun beating down across the fields I see, that mule, old rivers and me. You're either loving it or it's driving you crazy. I love it. That mule, old rivers, and me. Now, this is a courtesy of Brendan Balf, and it's uh, something that was put together by Brendan Balf, Larry Gogan, and Terry Wogan in the uh, 60s to promote RTE pop radio. I wonder if y'all on something, on it. You know, someone said music hath charm. The music is charming. Terry Wogan, well... Get off! You're listening to a track from the best-selling Knockout LP by the Freshmen, moving on. Things get better! Ah, those fabulous freshmen, things get better. All right, then. Anybody, any suggestions for the program? Well, let's run up the flag and see if anybody salutes, eh? <laughs> Out with the dance diaries. These are the dates and the places for the freshmen. Tomorrow night, it's Virginia. On Thursday, Seapoint Ballroom in Galway. On Friday, Strand Hill, Derry. On Saturday night... Black Rock Dundalk on Sunday, and this night week you can hear and groove to the Freshmen in the Arcadia Cork. May I have this dance? Well, I'm a little stiff from bowling. I don't care where you're from. Let's dance. The Wolf Tones on Thursday are appearing in the Miami concert in the Adelphi Cinema in Dublin. On Monday night it's the Old Sheeling and Carpenter's Carlo. You can hear the Wolf Tones this night week. <laughs> 
Hi there, popsters. You'll be glad to hear. I have a show on Thursday that will bring you cheer. Charts and new releases, hits from overseas. This is marvelous, really, that is. This is a Gogan, Mr. B. It's an RTE, RTE. Remember, it's a radio and not TV. If the best sounds are pop, I watch you play. We're on VHS. The bright spot on Mondays, I have no doubt, will be when I do my thing and let it all hang out. With show bands and the beat groups and the new LPs. On the wireless, is it Brendan? On the mouth beat, Mr. G. It's on RTE, RTE. Remember, it's a radio and not TV. If the best sounds are pop, I watch you play. We're on VHS. to get a word in, if I might. I'll be doing Pop Call every Wednesday night and on Fridays I'll have country style for Western fans. You mean you'll have two shows? Well, damn the plan. It's on RTE, RTE, remember... Isn't that fantastic? That was, uh, I'm sure you recognise, Terry Wogan, uh, Brendan Balfe and Larry Gogan in attempting to do what was a sort of a, a style in Luxembourg at the time, a hip-hop funny... Uh, promotion and it was very clever written and produced by Brendan Balfe my dear friend and uh, Brendan worked on many many things on uh, radio and television he worked on the Twink series with me he worked we did a show called Sing a Little Bing we did lots of things he's a fine writer and a good producer and uh, it's a loss to radio that he's retired well uh, he was 65 so therefore uh, he had to retire but in any event, uh, I hope he gets back in the business. Brandon is one of the good guys of radio and probably one of the most experienced guys in terms of accessing and making programs from the archive. Now, taking another turn, uh, in 1980, uh, I did a show, one of the last shows I did in RTE. I had seen a show with Dory Previn in The Gaiety. It was there with... Uh, Twink and uh, Colin Wilkinson and a wonderful Scottish girl called Terry Neeson. And I was so uh, smitten by Dory Previn and her songs that I persuaded RTE to do a special called um, Honky Dory, which won a number of awards. And um, it was great fun doing it. She was an eccentric lady, but immensely talented. And I think she's really underrated. She's written a number of books, Bog Trotter among them. She has produced a number of albums. She also uh, was nominated for Academy Awards with her first husband, um, Andre Previn. And uh, so an extraordinarily talented lady. Anyway, as the story goes, and as most people know, um, Mia Farrow came to visit with them uh, a number of times. And uh, Eventually, Andre um, left Dory Previn for Mia Farrow, and she wrote this song. Beware of young girls who come to the door Wistful and pale of twenty and four Delivering daisies with delicate hands Beware of young girls, too often they crave To cry at a wedding 
She was my friend, my friend, my friend. She was invited to my house, oh yes, she was. And though she knew my love was true and no ordinary thing, she admired my wedding ring. She admired my wedding ring. She was my friend, my friend, my friend. She sent us little silver gifts, oh yes, she did. Oh, what a rare and happy pair, she inevitably said. As she glanced at my unmade bed, she admired my unmade bed. My bed. Beware of young girls who come to the door, wistful and pale, twenty and four, delivering daisies with delicate hands. Young girls, too often they crave to cry at a wedding and dance on a grave. She was my friend, my friend, my friend. I thought her motives were sincere. Oh yes, I did. Ah, but this lass it came to pass had a dark and different plan. She admired my own sweet man. She admired my own sweet man. We were friends, oh yes, we were. And she just took him from my life, oh yes, she did. So young and vain, she brought me pain, but I'm wise enough to say, she will leave him one thoughtless day. She'll just leave him and go away. and pale twenty and four delivering daisies with delicate hands beware of young girls too often they crave to cry at a wedding there's a lot of pain Hurt in that uh, autobiographical song, Beware of Young Girls, when uh, Andre Previn, who was her husband, then left her for, I think she, Mia, was about 22, and um, Dory was about 37, so she left her. She wrote that, Beware of Young Girls, and she wrote a song called Lady with the Braid. So if you stick with me in my podcasts, I will be playing. Um, Dory Previn every time. I just I just love her. I love her storytelling. I love songs that tell a story. I love songs where I can hear the lyric. And I love songs where the songwriter is invested in the story. And uh, that that's one of the things I really love to listen to. And in that context, um, Dory Previn is, is one of the best, similar to Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan uh, and and others. And I think she's really underrated and uh, I'm thinking of uh, doing a show based on her work uh, Hear Moya Screaming okay uh, one more one more from um, from Dory Previn this was the this was a true story of a lady called Mary C. Brown 
who went, uh, couldn't get work and auditioned in Hollywood and uh, wasn't making it. And so she went to the top of the Hollywood sign and jumped off. You know the Hollywood sign that stands in the Hollywood hills. I don't think the Christ of the Andes ever blessed so many ills. The Hollywood sign seems to smile like it's constantly saying cheese. I doubt if the Statue of Liberty ever welcomed more refugees. Give me your poor, your tired, your pimps, your car hops, your cowboys, your midgets, your chimps. Give me your freaks, give me your flunkies, your starlets, your whores. Give me your junkies Mary Cecilia Brown Rode to town on a Malibu bus She climbed to the top of the Hollywood sign And with the smallest possible fuss She jumped off the letter H Cause she did not become a star she died in less than a minute and a half She looked a bit like Hedy Lamar. Sometimes I have this dream When the time comes for me to go I will climb that hill and I'll hang myself From the second or third letter row When Mary Cecilia jumped she finally made the grade Her name was in the obituary column Of both of the daily trades I hope the Hollywood sign Cries for the town it touches The lady of Lourdes in her grotto Saw fewer cripples and crutches Give me your poor, your maladjusted Your sick and your beat Your sad and your busted Give me your husbands Give me your twisted Your loners, your losers Give me your blacklisted You know the Hollywood sun to our confusion A symbol of dreams Turns out to be A sign Of disillusion Mary C. Brown and the Hollywood sign, a sad story of a starlet who went and jumped off the Hollywood sign in a true story, but uh, 
cleverly told there by the wonderful Dory Brevin. And uh, if you stay with me, and I hope you will, and not today, but some other day, I'll, I'll bring you back some more wonderful Dory Brevin. Um, going back to the 60s and going back to when I first heard this song, I thought it was amazing, and it is the amazing Van. impact that had uh, in the 60s Van Morrison and them and then there was Gloria and then there was a glorious career where um, Van Morrison is probably regarded alongside of you too as one of the greatest uh, composers and entertainers and pop artists to come out of Ireland and to come out of uh, Belfast anyway there's a side of Van that I like uh, just a couple of years ago maybe uh, uh, he had a country album called Pay the Devil and uh, here's the track Things Have Gone to Pieces I think he's got his tongue firmly in his cheek The faucet started dripping in the kitchen Last night a picture fell down from the wall 
day the boss said, sorry, son, I can't use you anymore. And tonight the light bulb went out down the hall. Oh, things have gone to pieces since you left me. Nothing turns out half right now, it seems. Ain't nothing in my pocket, but nickels and a dime and I'm holding to pieces of my dreams somebody threw a baseball through my window in the arm fell of my favorite chair today Oh, the man, he came today Say, hold all my things away If I didn't yell my payments Made by ten Since you left me Now nothing Turns out half right Now it seems There ain't nothing In my pocket But three nickels And a dime And I'm holding to the pieces of my dreams Van Morrison uh, Things Have Gone to Pieces it's, a, it's sort of a classic uh, tongue-in-cheek country whinging song but he does it so well it's funny to uh, fun to hear Van doing it now um you remember Mel Smith, Smith and Jones? Well, Smith and Jones comedy duo had their TV series uh, in the UK that were very funny. Uh, here they are musing uh, on uh, the musing on senior citizens. So this is for all you senior citizens out there. Like, uh, for example, the yeah, idea yeah. that senior citizens can't get it together sexually—that is. It's rubbish. For example, yeah, you're standing at a bus stop and you're waiting for your bus to come. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, you see a lovely girl go past. Yeah. What do you say to yourself? You say, I wouldn't mind doing her a favour. Yeah. yeah. Now, all I'm saying is that you'll still be doing that at 80. Well, it depends when the bus has arrived. <laughs> no, you see, people simply won't face yeah, up to the facts, yeah, will they? Yeah. Old codgers do Roger. Of course they do. And why not? Well, but I see, see, that is the biggest. What? You know, the biggest taboo of all, right, is the thought of my old man giving my old lady one. That's disgusting. But why? She'd be dead for ten years. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 
I don't know that. But if that's what he fancies. No! Poor old sword. No! Necrophilia no. may not be everybody's kettle of fish. No, I don't think, I don't think that's a fair no, enough There are no, advantages, there are yeah. advantages to it. I mean, you know, she's not going to yeah. yabber onto you about her cousin's wedding while you're on the job, no. is she? You're not going to have to say, how was it for you? Did the earth move? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, Mel Smith ruminating on the problems of old codgers, do they, Roger? And uh, they think that they probably probably do. So all you old codgers out there, uh, enjoy the Roger anyway. Our own outrageous comedian, whom I love and admire, and he's doing a fantastic TV show apart from comedying, but he's a great comedian, he's a funny comedian, and here he is. There's something about Irish people and alcohol, it just, it just suits us, doesn't it? And we don't understand the American attitude to alcohol. Are you going out tonight, Tommy? <laughs> yes, I am. How many beers are you going to have? I'm sorry. I don't understand the question. <laughs> I couldn't put a number on that. <laughs> I don't know a small child full of beer. Oh, when I go out, I usually only have one beer, although <laughs> I do remember one time I had two. <laughs> but then, I went into this bar in Sacramento. Hello there, can I have a bottle of Miller, please? Do you have any identification? <laughs> I said, my teeth. Because that's how I'll be identified after I burn this fucking place down. <laughs> if I don't get a drink! <laughs> I hire people. It's very confusing for us to watch American actors on, on television going, Oh my God, I'm so drunk. <laughs> We're screaming at the screen, No! <laughs> you're not drunk! If you were drunk, you wouldn't be able to remember your lines. <laughs> Getting drunk and having sex with strangers, that's how Irish people meet one another, isn't it? <laughs> Drunken sex with somebody you don't know. <laughs> you should try it, it's fantastic. You do things you never thought you'd do. You put your face places. <laughs> Normally, you wouldn't put your feet. It's all right, I don't mind the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you are outrageous. You're funny. Uh, I love Tommy Tiernan, and we'll be back to him again. And I love gospel music. Oh, brother, then
decided he would make him a woman too. Oh, it'll be his bones okay. He didn't hardly know just what he wanted to do. Oh, it'll be his bones again. So he took him a rib from old Adam's side. Oh, it'll be his bones again. Then he chose Miss Eve just to be his bride. Oh, it'll be his bones again. Then he put him in a garden so rich and fair. He said, children, you can have everything that's here. Oh, but this fruit here, oh, you must not touch. Because uh, if you do, you are doomed to die. Now you know Miss Eve thought she would have a little fun. She gathered some of that fruit and gave old Adam some. Now you know Adam did what most men will. Take what the women folk have to give. Fairfield 4 and these bones. I love those guys. I love the the harmonies and the deep voice singer. And uh, they, they have great albums and they really are fun to listen to. And uh, the lyrics, if you tune in your ear, can be quite uh, cheeky and double entendre at times. But nevertheless, uh, a great, great gospel sound. Now we're coming to the end. And last week I played a track from the Bob Dylan um, rough and rowdy ways and I'm loving it so much I want to share another track with you before I go and this is called uh, I Contain a Multitude so Bobby come on baby Sing for me Bobby Today and tomorrow and yesterday too The flowers are dying Like all things do Follow me close 
I'm going to Bali and Ali. I lose my mind if you don't come with me. I fuss with my hair and I fight blood feuds. I contain multitudes. Got a telltale heart like Mr. Poe. Got skeletons in the walls of people you know. I'll drink to the truth and the things we said. I'll drink to the man that shares your bed. I paint landscapes and I paint nudes. I contain multitudes. A red Cadillac and a black mustache. Rings on my fingers that sparkle and flash. Tell me what's next. What shall we do? Half my soul, baby, belongs to you. Oh well, I can't frolic with all the young dudes. I contain a multitudes. I'm just like Aunt Frank. Like Indiana Jones and them British bad boys, the Rolling Stones. I go right to the edge. I go right to the end. I go right where all things lost are made good again. I sing the songs of experience, like William Blake. I've no apologies to make. Everything's flowing all at the same time. I live on a boulevard of crime. I drive fast cars and I eat fast foods. I contain multitudes. Pink pedal pushers, red blue jeans. All the pretty maids and all the old queens, all the old queens from all my past lives. I carry four pistols and two large knives. I'm a man of contradictions. I'm a man of many moods. I contain multitudes. You greedy old wolf! I show you my heart, but not all of it. All of the hateful parts. I sell you down the river. I put a price on your head. What more can I tell you? I sleep with life and death in the same bed. Get lost, madam. Get up off my knee. Keep your mouth away from me. I'll keep the path open, the path in my mind. I see to it that there's no love left behind. I play Beethoven sonatas, Chopin's preludes. I contain 
Wonderful, wonderful Bob Dylan, and he's 79, rough and rowdy ways. Uh, is the first album in about a decade, and uh, he's a Nobel Peace Prize winner in, in uh, 2016, albeit reluctantly. It's quite an incredible album, uh, and I love Bob Dylan. Sometimes uh, I'm fine from some of his albums uh, hard going, but there is no doubt this is a man in full charge of his creative powers and his creative and poetic uh, voice. It really is something else and that's why uh, I wanted to play it um, for you today. So that's my signature tune and as I may have reminded you before, I played that a lot when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 when I was running discos all around Dublin and it is Dwayne Eddy because they're young. And uh, I enjoy it. You've uh, given me good feedback to my first podcast, and I hope you like this, the second one. Unfortunately for you, there will be more. <laughs> <laughs> 